the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. We invite you to join us in worship this Sunday at either the 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service. For more information, visit our website at LargoCC.org. Friend, go against wrong, but begin with the wrong that is within me, within you. Begin there and let it work out and let the wrong do the right and let anger become constructive. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. Would you agree that we live in an angry world? Not really an angry world. It just seems like people every day are angry and we're meeting angry people and we ourselves get upset and get angry. And I remember... Years ago, I was talking to a fellow pastor, and I said something to the effect that I said, well, well, I, 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 really, I really wasn't angry with him. No, we don't like to use that word. He said, no, I, I know what, you're, what you mean, Jack. You, you were just miffed. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was just miffed. <laughs> but I wasn't angry. But anger, it just seems like it's so prevalent. You know, we're... We're angry. Husbands are angry at wives. Wives are angry at their husbands. Parents are angry at their teenagers. Teenagers are angry at their parents. Uh, employees are angry at their bosses. Uh, citizens are angry at their government. You know, high taxes. Uh, gas prices are high. Uh, Health insurance premiums are too high. And, and then we look on television and we see the wrath of the citizenry of the other nations filling the the squares and angry with their government. I mean, people just venting anger in, in so many ways with their voice, with their attitude, with separating and making a distance between themselves. See, you don't have to say your anger out. You can behave it out. And uh, it is there. And it's called anger. Can everybody say the word anger? anger. Don't use the word myth. I don't even know whether that's in the dictionary or not. But not only are we angry at people, but we become angry at things. One, one lawyer said that he couldn't get his lawnmower started. And he changed the spark plugs. He worked on that thing. And he said that thing just would not start. He said, I became so angry that I walked over and kicked it. And he said, I broke two toes. <laughs> Do you ever get angry at your computer because it isn't working right? You don't get miffed at it, do you? You get angry at it. And, and, uh, and so it is. We, we get angry at things. How about little children? Do you ever see a little children, two years old, three years old, throw a temper tantrum, fall over in the floor, kick and scream, pull their hair, and then hold their breath? You know? I mean, anger is there. We're born with that capacity. 
That means we're created in the likeness of the image of God. God repeatedly, regularly becomes angry in the Old Testament because of people's rebellion, because of people's hypocrisy. You see, he loves, he respects, he wants obedience. You see, when God tells us to do something, it's for our good. If we'll do it, it's to help us. See, you parents, when you tell your children to do something, isn't it you're, you're telling them for their good? It's, it's not to help you to be a better parent or to be a... Uh, you, you just don't impose your will. You want your children to be cared for, to be healthy, to be protective. And so you give them instructions and you tell them what to do. You hope they're obedient because if they are, it'll redound to their benefit. And so it is with God. Friend, if we would just do what God wants us to do, guess who would be blessed? We would. We're his children. And, but he became angry repeatedly. And so one of the very forceful evidences that you are made in the likeness of the image of God is that you have the capacity to become angry. God has that capacity. We're like him in creation. Now, anger is a natural emotion. As I already said, we're born with that capacity. If we're healthy, we have a good mentality. Uh, we are born with that. We are, we are created. But anger, perhaps, is the least understood of all emotions. We just don't understand how it works. Every emotion that we have is God-given. It's when those emotions are taken and used in a different way than they're supposed to be used, than God intended them to be used, that's when the trouble comes. But every emotion, let's, let's take the emotion of sexual desires. That's a God-given emotion. He created Adam and Eve, God did. He uh, wanted them to uh, increase and multiply. And uh, so God gave them the desire to be sexual. And our parents have passed this on. This is a, a God-given desire. And it's proper and right within the bounds and confines of holy matrimony. That's where it finds fulfillment. That's where it is supposed to be. Adam and Eve are to have sex with each other. But when we take it outside the confines of marriage or holy matrimony, that's when it is called adultery or a fornication. And that's when trouble comes in. How about the emotion of fear? That's a good emotion when it's used properly to protect us, to get us out of harm's way. There are some things that we're supposed to fear. I fear snakes and... (laughs) Some people are afraid to fly in airplanes, but, but sometimes fear goes too far and it becomes anxiety and it imprisons us. But fear is a good emotion. Every emotion, including anger, is a God-given emotion and it is to be used in its rightful place. And when it is not used in its rightful place, friend, you're acting like a two or three-year-old. You're just not falling over in the floor and kicking, but your attitude, your behavior, the way you act, Friend, you're throwing an adult tantrum. You're a grown-up person, but there's a little boy or a little girl inside that hasn't grown up yet. (sighs) Thank you. Thank you. It's when anger goes wild. It's when anger is undisciplined. That's when anger becomes destructive. But there is such things as constructive anger, and I'm going to get to that in just a moment. So what what is anger? 
Anger, basically, fundamentally, the bottom line is anger is preparedness. It's, it's a readiness. It's a state of high alert. But nothing good or bad has happened yet. It is how we, we direct that anger. It's the way we direct it or, or use it. Let me, let me give you this illustration. How about atomic power? Atomic power is good, it's bad, depending on how it's used. You see, atomic power, there's nothing wrong with atomic power. Matter of fact, there's so many right things about atomic power. Atomic power can be used to light up a dark city, to warm the inhabitants and make them comfortable, or atomic power can be a Hiroshima and destroy a city and all the inhabitants. There's nothing wrong with atomic power. It's how it's used and directed. And so it is with anger. Yes, we become angry. God became angry. Become angry and sin not. So how we direct that anger that causes sin and hurtfulness. Now, what causes anger? My wife. (laughs) My husband. (laughs) She makes me so mad. One man said to me, he said, I just can't stand it when my wife is right. <laughs> I just can't stand it. <laughs> now, your spouse can stimulate your anger. He can do that because of the, you know, certain things he or she says, the words they use, the tone of voice they use those words, the expressions on his or her face, the way she rolls her eyes. I'll put you in a state of high alert, you know, <laughs> preparedness, but nothing has happened yet. <laughs> so what causes anger? It's when I'm frustrated and when my goals are blocked and I'm embarrassed or I'm rejected. These will cause anger. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. But there is such a thing as constructive anger. That's point B in your outline, constructive anger. Now, most anger is expressed destructively. But there is such a thing as constructive anger. But you have to be a believer, a Christian, mature, grown up, have the word of God implanted. You can't do it, friend, in yourself. Just look at yourself and be honest with yourself. You can't do it. I can't do it. Only with God can we direct all of these emotions, including anger. Jesus went in the synagogue. There was a man there with a withered hand. I talked about this last week. He couldn't support his family because one hand was was withered up. There were some Pharisees there looking. They knew Jesus had the power to heal. Isn't that something? They knew Jesus could heal. And they watched to see if he would heal on the Sabbath day because healing was considered to be work. Jesus became angry. These people were trying to block Jesus, to frustrate Jesus from showing love and doing good. And Jesus became angry and greatly distressed at the hardness of their hearts. Majestic anger. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. Following this important invitation to join us in worship this Sunday at the Largo Community Church in Bowie, Maryland. The church of friendship and joy where Christ is honored and people are loved. That's what you'll experience at the Largo Community Church. So we invite you to come to church this Sunday and experience a service full of music, hymns, prayer, and a special message from God 
brought by Pastor Jack Morris. If you choose to join us virtually for the live service, simply go to largocc.org at 9 a.m. this Sunday and click on Watch Live at the top of the homepage. No matter what way you choose to join us in worship, know that you're loved and welcomed at the Largo Community Church. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. You know, sometimes I'm glad that I know we're not all Europeans, we're not all Africans, we're, we're not all from India or China or whatever, but sometimes I look back and I think, boy, I wish I were related in some way to Wilberforce. For four decades, he went against the British Parliament and they attacked righteously the slave trade. And finally, finally, he won. He didn't live to see the day, but he overcame because his anger against wrong. Martin Luther King Jr., he became angry at what was going on here in America. It wasn't right. And his anger caused him to get out on the streets and a lot of other angry people. Not angry at each other. No, just angry at a system. Angry at wrong. Friend, go against wrong. But begin with the wrong that is within me, within you. Begin there and let it work out and let the wrong do the right and let anger become constructive. You still with me? Friend, the word of God, I haven't seen it changed. I've read this book through and through so many times. It's still the same. I haven't seen the word of God sort of fade out and then a new word sort of fade in. It's still the same. It's still, I'm angry at the government. Not theologians, but politicians. Who are politicians? They don't know Greek. They don't know Hebrew. Most of them don't read the Bible. And yet they're redefining what God has declared. I'm angry at that. Very angry at that. How about divorce for any cause? There's a time and a place. But for just any reason, just because you get tired of the other person, then there's no reason whatsoever. Yeah, that's not right. It just isn't right. And the children are being so hurt by this. What about pornography? The movies, X-rated, they're coming right into your home. And the children are watching it. Why? Because the parents are watching it. When the parents are out, the children are watching it. Pornography. I mean, there, there are so many things that I'm angry at in this society of moral decay, decay in which we live. A number of years ago, a group of mothers got together and they said, we're angry at drunk drivers out there on the street killing our children. And they started an organization called MADD, Mothers Against Drunk Driving. That is majestic anger. We need to do something about some of this wrong that is going on. And we will, by the grace of God, we will. All right, we're going to seek to manage anger. I, 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 want you, I want you to see, just see quickly how, how anger works. Yeah, I still have a little bit of time. Would you put the design, the circle on the screen, please? So let me show the people how it works. Can you see that clearly? You see on the far left, event. Event takes place. Now, we see and we listen with both our ears and our eyes. Something happens. Somebody says something or somebody doesn't shake our hand or somebody tries to step in front of us at the supermarket and, and, and break into the line. But an event takes place. Well, when the event takes place, a thought come, goes immediately into the, into the mind. 
we begin to interpret the, that event. We think that person is nasty. That person is so uncouth. That person has done me wrong. That person has ignored me. It's always that person, that person. That. It's seldom that we, we ever bring it back home. But we, we begin to interpret that event. Now, when it come on down, there's a chemical. When we interpret the event, a chemical is released into the bloodstream. It's called adrenaline, and a lot of sugar comes into the bloodstream at, at, because of that thought that, that we have in our mind. At that time, when that sugar and blood comes into the bloodstream, that adrenaline, we become... Our eyes dilate. You ever look at an angry person? They've got big eyes. <laughs> look out for people with big eyes. <laughs> their, their eyes get big. Their pupils dilate. There's usually a, 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 a heat will flow through the body. It takes about three seconds for a negative thought to go through your whole system. It goes through your... your uh, your blood vessels, and it goes through your automatic nervous system. All of those chemicals now, you're, you're at a state highly alert. It's that atomic power. What are you going to do with it? There comes an emotion. Either you're going to shut it down, you're going to pray, you're going to look to the Lord, you're going to seek God's help, or you're going to give somebody a piece of your mind. And friend, you don't have a piece to give away. <laughs> Boy, am I having fun. <laughs> and then there will be a behavior. That's when you, you act. You, you make an act. And then there's a reaction from the people around you. You can't do it by yourself. Now, listen, let me show you what happened. Just two days ago, a fellow just about ran me off the road. I, I drew, drove my car up to the circle. There was a circle. There was a um, yield sign. Well, I slowed down. I must have been down to five miles an hour. He slowed down. He had a yield sign. When he slowed down so slow, I thought because I was there first, that meant I, he wanted me to go ahead. So I gave it some gas and went ahead. When I did, he gave it gas and shot through that. I, that man was trying to kill me. <laughs> I know he was. <laughs> so <laughs> you see the event. <laughs> There was the event, then I interpreted the event, the thought. He's trying to kill me. <laughs> well, a chemical was released. A grin was right there, you ask her. <laughs> Adrenaline was released. I hit the, hit the brake just as quickly as I could, and I stopped, and he shot on by just missing me. Well, there was that emotion. You know, I could have growled and condemned him and... and and done a whole lot of other things. <laughs> and then my behavior was I, I hit the brakes and then I gave it the gas and went on and uh, the reaction from Corinne was she was at peace, she was saved, we, we made it. <laughs> but all of that happens within two to three seconds. See, I broke it down and, and went through it. It doesn't, and you don't know what's happening. It, it, it's just the automatic nervous system, boom, it happens. And you're there, and sometimes you've said that word, you, you've done that deed, uh, and then you oh, why did I say that? Why did I act that way? Oh, I wish I couldn't have done that. That's the time when we need to say, God, forgive me. You remember my frame. You remember, but I'm but dust. And I did the, the wrong thing at that time. Okay, would you put on the screen uh, uh, James chapter 1, verse 19? 
Okay, let's read that together in unison. My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. I mean, the Bible is a wonderful book. I don't know why politicians want to get involved in in the Bible and, and in God's decisions. I mean, the Bible addresses every need that we have. And here it tells us exactly what to do. Everyone. Everyone should be, number one, what? Quick to listen. Quick to hear. You know, we listen with both our eyes and our ears. The, the optic and auditory nerves go into the brain. Once we see the event, it sends it immediately to the brain. And then that's when we interpret it or we give meaning to whatever is going on. And there's that response. Now, if we come to church and study the Word of God, go to Sunday school classes, study the Word of God, read the Word of God at home, have prayer, develop our spiritual life, and Christ now is living within me. There is another man, another person. Uh, The Son of God is now living within me. Uh, He has implanted His Word in me. It's just not my decision anymore. Everything has to go through Jesus. Everything has to go through the Word of God. It's just not through my mind, through my blood system, through my nervous system. But Jesus is there to, to help me and to control. And then the response is, how would Jesus respond? You think Jesus would slight somebody today, ignore somebody Hope somebody doesn't pass them. Hope somebody doesn't, you know, goes that way so I can go this way. No, no, Jesus is looking out for everybody to embrace all of us. So I need to be quick to listen, quick to hear. Number two, what? Slow to speak. speak. You know, friend, I don't have to blurt out every feeling I have. I don't have to do that. You know, bite your tongue, bite your lip. Someone says, you know... There is something to this. To stop and count to ten. Like Dr. Chapman said, some of us need to stop and count to a thousand. (laughs) But how about this? When somebody cuts you off in in, in the checkout line and uh, or slights you or, or whatever, wherever it is happening, in the home between spouses, what would it be? You know, stop and count to ten. What would it be like if you just stopped and said the first ten words of the Lord's Prayer? I want you to hold out your hands now, work your fingers with me, and say the first ten words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's better than counting to ten, isn't it? That'll make a new woman out of you, a new man out of you. (laughs) Next time you see me coming. (laughs) And then three Pray, pause, think. What would Jesus do? How would Jesus act in this particular situation? Be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Word of God. You see, with Jesus in you, He will act like a lightning rod. You know you have a lightning rod on the house? The lightning will hit the the lightning rod, and before it can come into the house, the lightning rod will send it back into the earth. Turn it away. When Jesus is there, that, that event happens, That thought hits my mind, boom, Jesus will take it and throw it away. Get it out of me. This is what Jesus will do. He is there to do this. The word of God that has been implanted. He is the lightning rod within us. He will ground that evil thought, that anger. He will intercept it and he will break the circuit. Friend, you can't do it. 
You haven't been able to do it yet. But Jesus can do it. We hope that today's message has been a blessing and has strengthened your faith in God. But before we go, here is Pastor Jack Morris with a special invitation. Hi, friend. I just want to take a moment to thank you and thank God for your partnership in this ministry of the healing word. You've been such a blessing. You've been praying and sending in your offerings and you've kept the healing word on the air. People need the Lord. That's the reason. That's the very purpose of the healing word. There are people who are sick and afflicted and experiencing mental and emotional anguish, marital and family discord, and a host of other struggles and troubles. But the word of God that lifts up Jesus is reaching them. I'm so thankful for you. Continue to pray and continue to send in offerings because I certainly need both. I cannot get along with one without the other. I need you. God bless you is my prayer. Now the announcer is going to come on and tell you how you may send in your financial offering. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on The Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.